Monkey, if I knew the song, I would have sung along. And I would have called you to also sing along, but I've actually never heard the song before. And it was quite a surprise to actually learn it's even a Zonke track, you know, because it just doesn't, at least whatever mind I had made up of Zonke's music, this wasn't something I would have attached to her. Refreshing nonetheless, and thank you so much to the, to the production team for finding that for us. And we, of course, extend our gratitude to Nadia Verasami, the CEO of Moving Into Dance for Water wonderful first hour of radio that would have been including her getting a guest all the way from Australia Magogo that is of course is Sylvia Magogo Glasser who actually founded the organization some 45 years ago in the back of her garage in Victory Park here Rainbow Joburg so thanks to the team and safely home to all of you and a good morning in in Australia I didn't quite get where you were Sylvia but nonetheless, the conversation moves on at 2110 here on SFM Viewpoint. Again, my name is Song Ezumabedze. For the next two conversations, we have Mr. Sbusi Songosi, career expert and life coach. The interview is about a four-day week pilot that has come to an end in South Africa, and we are going to engage him about the results or the assessment of this trial that started on the 1st of March 2023, which has recently come to an end, where 28 South African businesses and one from Botswana participated in this trial. And we're going to get some insights as to how this would have worked and whether or not there is skin in the game potentially for a four-day week in exchange for still 100% of the output, 100% of the pay for 80% of, at least officially, the time one dedicates to work. In other words, four days work, three days weekend. So imagine Puza Thursday will take on a whole new meaning. That much I can assure you if the weekend's on a Thursday. Spungosi, thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Welcome to SAFM. Hi, Songezo. Thank you for having me, man. How's it? Very well. Thank you indeed. First of all, let's get to talk about how this in, its, in, in the first place became a trial and a pilot. What would have been the agitation for that or the curiosity even for something like this? So, I mean, if you look at the South African workforce, right, um, only 24% of the South African workforce is engaged at work, and then only 29% are thriving when it comes to their overall well-being. So employees were calling, um, you know, for a different viewpoint when it comes to time. Because if I'm constantly in the workspace, if I'm constantly working, if I'm constantly in this fast-paced uh, environment, because corporate South Africa um, in nature is very fast-paced, right? Because companies need to be competitive. So if I'm in a space like that all the time at some point i'm going to get stressed i'm going to get anxiety and then i'm going to start disconnecting um with the workplace so that's why um you know this whole concept actually came about i mean like other countries have been um you know trying it i think there were over 70 countries uh, including the uk and sweden and etc you know who um piloted this thing uh, way before us so we thought yeah let's 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 give it a try and then let's see how it works could you just embody more the percentages there? What does that 24% mean? Tell me more about that and that 29%. Yeah. So to only 24% of South Africans, uh, South African workforce is actually engaged at work. But this means is um, a person who's engaged, engaged is a person work, who's What do you there. mean? Are they actually yes. in work, in the mind, in other words, the balance of exactly. that, that being 78% of at work physically, but not really at work? Is that what is that what that means? Exactly. So it's presence, right? It's presence. You are showing initiative. 
Um, you are enjoying what you do. You feel some sense of purpose in the work that you do. Um, you work outside your scope to come up with new ideas and so forth. So that's what we mean when we're saying employees are engaged. So you are present, you are there. Um, and then the 29% that speaks about their overall well-being, it's mostly when it comes to their mental health, right? So the two are sort of like connected. Mm -hmm. uh, but mental health issues um, happen because of the fast-paced environment in, you know, in corporate essays. So it's not necessarily because people are being treated badly. It's just like your car, right? Even if you're taking good care of your car, at some point, the it. tires need to be replaced. Exactly. You know, it needs to go for service and et cetera. So 29% of people, um, actually, when it comes to only 29%, um, their overall well-being, you know, they are actually thriving when it comes to that, which means the rest, um, they are actually feeling, uh, feeling their way in terms. These statistics today it all contemplate what perhaps would have been generally a convention of the last three to four years in the COVID era, where people are working, but at least from home. Yes. So this, I mean, like this has been happening even in the beginning of time. Right. So, I mean, like <laughs> I remember I started working in 2006 and the workplace has been the same ever since. Right. Fast paced um, uh, work environment. You are expected to perform. There's performance appraisals and et cetera. And the funny thing is that even when people started working remotely, these statistics didn't change. Right. Because if you are working from home, um, like it was happening um, you know, during COVID, but still the way in uh, the manner in which you are being engaged. I mean, like we saw an increase in micromanagement, right? Because all of a sudden you are not in front of your boss. So your boss does not know if you're doing your work. So the team's meetings, I mean, they were happening like five, six times a day. So it actually became worse for other people. So working remotely and the four day work week, it's actually two different things, you know? So a lot of people thought, okay, you are at home, but even when you are at home, you're still working full hours. And the worst part of it is that when you're working from home, actually, it tends to creep into your own personal time as well. So, yeah. You're absolutely right about personal time working from home and that there's no distinction between the home and the office. And presumably as yeah. well, there would be no distinction between work hours and personal time. Let's talk exactly. about the pilot now. You obviously needed to, to sell this, and some 28 yeah. South African businesses thought it would have been a good idea to at least participate in the trial as one from mm. Botswana as well. Share with us perhaps the profile of these businesses, the size of these businesses, the types of industries in which they're involved in, so that to the extent possible we can get a sense as to who was receptive and the potential impact. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> um, you know, one of the biggest problems is that this initiative actually according to me was not well um publicized and i think that's why the numbers when it comes to the uptake they're actually quite low if you look at the number of south african companies that are listed on the Johannesburg spec stock exchange versus um companies that decided to uptake you know um is actually very low that's why even with the impact um and the, and, and the statistics, right, the impact measures, I'm a little bit skeptical and I'm a little bit doubtful. So we don't have a lot of information in terms of those companies, why they decided to uptake this project. It's, it's, it seems like it happened sort of like in the pocket, you know, where not everybody was looking. It's, it's, it's not a big thing. I mean, we sit on social media all the time. We sit on LinkedIn all the time. You don't get constant progress, you know, in terms of what has been happening. How did the initiative start? How did the directors make the decision to actually participate as well? So we don't know much about those companies. And then I'm hoping that information is actually going to, you know, come through 
um, you know, as we delve deeper into this whole thing. But yeah, it, it, it wasn't well publicized. It happened sort of like in the corner. And then, I mean, that begs the question when you're asking about the industries and the company sizes as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, certain things are industry dependent, sure. right? Even with remote work is, 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 is the same sort of like situation. So because we don't understand the psychology behind it, when I look at the impact measures, like for example, 94% of these companies decided that they want to, um, you know, move from the, uh, the, 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 the pilot and actually implemented this, you don't know what kind of industries we're actually looking at. And also because it's, it's very complicated, right? Because it could either mean four days or it could either mean uh, five days, but two half days, which of the two have they selected and why are they working for their employees? So we sort of like know the general notion right that sometimes you need to unplug a little bit because the fact that you have weekends does not mean you have free time there's a lot of people that do a whole lot of things during weekends that people that are parents and so forth right um we know that unplugging definitely would work but when i'm looking at these numbers i'm looking at these statistics because we don't have too much information it's a little bit difficult to determine why certain decisions were made okay very well we're going to take a very short ad break, Mr. Busisongosi, career expert and life coach, in conversation with us about the four-day week pilot that has recently come to an end in South Africa. It was first piloted at the beginning of March 2023. There's very little to speak about in terms of the research and the outcomes of it. So perhaps we're going to have to look abroad in relation to that, and the UK offers some good ground and context for that. So after the break, Mr. Ngosi, let's have a conversation in terms of what generally has tended to be the outcome of a trial period of the one about which we are speaking, so that perhaps we might glean, if at all, as to whether or not the South African context might be compliant for such a move. It would be revolutionary, all right. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. It's 21.20. We have about another 10 minutes left of the conversation, so do get to participate. What are your thoughts as to whether or not a four-day work week would work. Are you an employer? Are you an employee? Give us your perspectives as an employer or employee if whether or not in your line of work, in your industry, in your sector, with your experience of having worked full-time one Monday to Friday pre-COVID, and if whether COVID changed anything in the context of working from home and what the arrangement was when things started opening up. Was it a hybrid of in-office, out-of-office? Share your experiences as to what you think for you. Even as a, in a family setup context, what a four-day week would work for you. Of course, I would imagine for new parents, it would be more ideal than, say, the five-day work week. Obviously, you spend more time at home with a newborn. And so too many things are tied up with that. So I've got in front of you here, in front of me, Mr. Ngozi, on the website from the World Economic Forum. I just literally Googled four-day work week. And it took me to the pilot project that you made reference to earlier on that was in the UK, four-day work week. The results so far, I mean, 61 companies took part. 56 of the 61 say they will continue trying out the four-day week um, following the pilot, while 18 of those 61 say they will make the change permanently. So percentage-wise, 30% said they will implement. 92 said Mm. they will continue. Whether or not it will in time become a permanent feature or not is still debatable, but certainly all the signs might necessarily point in that general direction. In terms of the pros and cons, these are the two that were listed as pros. Improved morale and fewer absences. It really spoke to those two percentages um, of 24.76 of not present and the 29.71 of those who felt connected or disconnected. 
And further, it says mm. it helps recruitment because offering potential and existing employees a flexible working pattern will help attract and retain those professionals then who value the the model that gives them a sense of autonomy with regard to their time. Mm. Of course, in the context of cons, and there would be with anything of such a revolutionary nature, these three were highlighted. And I'm really saying this perhaps to think about whether or not the South African context might help, if at all, or if these mm. pros and cons are in fact universal. The cons are, it doesn't suit all industries. You've already made that concession, so that's obvious. It doesn't suit all workers. I know for a fact that Usongas probably wouldn't thrive in that environment. I'm an energy guy. I like to see people. I like to meet people. And I'm not, frankly speaking, the most disciplined out, out there. So alone, I would get too distracted too quickly, too often. And it can increase costs more, especially when you engage the question of overtime, because you also made mention earlier on that the question of work hours get blurred, right? And people will claim overtime. Whether or not there's actual overtime to be claimed there, even then the employer will not be in a position to verify thereof because they're not there. So what do you make of this UK results and whether or not from your experience as a life coach and one who works in industries and professionals, some of these things ring true nonetheless, irrespective? Yeah, I mean, it makes 100% sense, right? So, I mean, um, when we speak about attracting new talent, um, when you look at young people and how they would like to work, it's not even about four days. It's not even about three days. It's not even about two days. They want to feel that they are in control, right? Because when you go through this process and you determine your own hours, you determine whether you're going to take a Wednesday off, you determine whether you want to do a Tuesday half day, a Thursday half day, it gives you some sense of control. I think the reason why a lot of us don't like to work is because you've got somebody who's telling you when to wake up, when to eat lunch and when to go home. So when you don't have control over that, it gets very frustrating. Young people don't want to be told. So the fact that they have some little bit of control, right? It makes it easier to accept um, authority. So when you see companies that are offering something like this, and then you are young, you're part of the youth, it's gonna become attractive to you because the marketplace is actually very competitive when it comes um, to securing top talent, right? So now it's not enough to say, we're gonna give you these perks and then uh, you're gonna get a 13th check and so forth everybody's offering that so you want to differentiate yourself as an employer in order to attract good talent and actually retain it as well um, and in terms of increasing productivity i mean like if we look at the general view um when i am engaged because i feel like i have some level of control um i'm finding purpose in what i'm doing right it, it, it's sort of like a hybrid sort of like situation where it feels like i'm, I'm a business on one hand i'm an employee on another or, or on the other hand it makes it easy for me to feel engaged at work. I feel like I'm being respected enough to say there are certain decisions that you can take and there's a certain level of trust um, that we're actually, you know, putting upon you because we trust that you're going to run your hours, um, you know, properly. You're going to give us the, um, the right amount of productivity and you're also going to determine um, your own productivity. I think there's something that they called... Um, um, a productivity self-assessment um, in the in, in the pilot itself, where you can come up with your productivity measures and say, when I'm doing this, when I am putting out um, this kind of work for me, this is what I call productivity. So you're sort of like negotiating. It's no longer like a slave contract where everything is determined for you, and then we will meet you at the performance appraisal and we will decide if you're performing or not. So that mm. that that level of control, I mean, it makes you feel engaged.
engaged. It makes you feel respected. It makes you feel trusted. Um, and then it makes uh, you feel like your status is also being respected as an you know, industry player. Um, so those are sort of like the general feelings. However, the funny part is there were certain people, um, I was reading some of the results, um, you know, about a week ago, there are certain people, I think it was about 53% out of all of these companies, I'll just check the stat again, who said, um, we will actually take an increase, right, to go work at a company that will give us um, full uh, work days, whereas the other percentage were like, this is what we, you know, this is, this is exactly how we're going to keep it. So it, it, it comes from a personal perspective as well, where certain people don't see it in that format of saying, I'm, I'm being trusted, um, you know, I'm being respected uh, as a person in the industry. And, um, you know, this is good for me. Certain people were actually rejecting it and saying, this is not what we're looking for. And people don't manage their time the same way. You just said it yourself, right? Um, some people, they don't have the right kind of discipline. Some people need to be careful. They need careful. a little bit of some health. <laughs> hand holding as well you know so that's 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 um those are the two different perspectives as well but um just quickly i want to touch also on the uh, corporate perspective as well because we need seconds, to look on that 30 side seconds, 30 seconds. Yes. Uh, when you're looking at the 10 80 100 uh, that means companies are starting to think differently about how they are utilizing their resources and maximizing their resources it's not about eight hours anymore it's about high efficiency and productivity which is very impressive to see for me well, we certainly do look forward to when the results of the pilot do come forward. So perhaps we can have a more contextualized approach. But certainly your thoughts have been thoroughly thought-provoking. And I do appreciate your time and your energy so late in the day. Thank Mr. you. Ngorsi, thank you so much. Busi Songosi, career expert and life coach, talking to us about the four-day week pilot that has come to an end in South Africa. After the short break, Ms. Lebohang Pegu, senior research fellow and political economist, talks to us about... Mangaliso Ar Sobukwe, who today would be 99 years old.